Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to What Culture Gaming. I'm Scott. Joined by Josh. Hello, Scott. Hello, Josh, my friend. They did a, Sony did a big old consumer electronics show, which is kind of ongoing at the minute, um, where they sort of showcase all the various things that Sony can put together. There's some big fancy-ass drone doing the rounds, um, <laughs> alongside a whole bunch of PlayStation stuff, um, which is what we're going to dive into. So they did a, a sizzle reel showing off various upcoming PlayStation games, um, PS4, PS5 stuff, um, and most of them now have release windows, some that didn't happen before. Um, so we're just going to sort of run down some stuff. Um, a couple of projects in here got delayed. Um, Pragmata, which is the Death Stranding looking thing mm-hmm. um, that they initially showed off last year where it was like the astronaut astronaut looking dude walking through a city and then he sort of beamed off into space and then was standing with a girl on a planet or a moon looking back at the earth that's yeah. pragmata that's now pushed back um to 2023 um that game is multi-platform with xbox though i thought that was a playstation exclusive um another thing is a uh, project athea which is square enix's um sort of initially looked like a final fantasy game but it's like mm-hmm. they're big it looks kind of open worldish. it had showed one of the characters bounding between different land uh, land masses and stuff and um, that's been delayed until january 2022 um but it is a, it is a ps5 console exclusive it's only coming to playstation 5 so it's a next-gen exclusive on the playstation what do you think of either of those before i continue Pragmata especially is one I was looking forward to because that initial trailer did look completely mad. Like you said, mm. it had hints of Death Stranded. It was this strange sci-fi thing. I wanted to know more about what this character was, why they were on the moon, what the hell was going on with the Earth. So that kind of sucks that it's been pushed back. It's such a long way because it seems like it's so far off that if it's going to get pushed once, you might imagine it might get pushed again, you know what I mean, if it's already mm-hmm. two years away. Um, but um, I've already forgotten what the second game was that you just mentioned to be on it. Was it Project Athena? Athena. Project Athea, which will not be its That's final Athea, name. sorry. Yes, yes, of yes. course. Yeah, I think that one that one looks interesting. Like some Square Enix stuff I, I could be quite hit and miss with, especially if it's Final Fantasy inspired. Mm. Sometimes I get really intrigued by them. Sometimes I just couldn't care less. The, the jury's still out on this, but the way that Square's been talking about it apparently internally it seems like this is going to be a really big project that they're banking a lot on so that excites me the fact that it's not just some kind of like potential throwaway thing before they get back to the main franchises the fact that it's going to be a really big deal and like you said it's going to be a console exclusive at least Mm. for a little bit on playstation 5. Yeah, I like the idea of just full-on next-gen exclusive stuff. Like, the vast majority of these uh, are cross-gen, um, which I'll sort of get to as you break them down. One thing to throw in very quickly is that God of War was not part of the sizzle reel. God of War Ragnarok, God of War 2, whatever you want to call it. Um, and I wonder how much that's because they don't want to narrow down the reality of that game being cross-gen. Um, yeah, you know, maybe. Obviously they'd, have to, they'd have to give it a release window, and then they'd have to say whether or not it is actually coming to PS4, which they just really don't want to say right now. 
Yeah, I mean, the whole thing with God of War is strange. Like, I don't know if you follow Cory Barlog on Twitter, mm -hmm. but he's been making references to the fact that, you know, it's the, the projects that Santa Monica's working on or he's working on are going to be done when they're going to be done. And I'm pretty sure he referenced the fact that they might have two projects in the works. And, Ooh. you know, which he, he, I'm sure the tweet was pretty much whichever one is done first, that one's going to come out first. You know what I mean? So the whole thing okay. with... God of War, the fact that it hasn't really turned up in these bullet points or anything like that. We always thought back when it was released that 2021 seemed a little bit optimistic. And mm. if there's any kind of game that Sony has announced so far that might get pushed, I think it will be that one. Just because all we got, like you said, was this title screen. We got this mm -hmm. one graphic. We didn't get to see any even CG footage. And the fact that the turnaround's so quick, I can, I can see that getting pushed. And to be honest... I'm all right with it because I want that game to be as good <laughs> as it could possibly be, whether or not they're just kind of like keeping it hidden from these kind of bullet points in the sizzle reel because it is going to be cross-gen. They'd have to come out and confirm it when they've been so coy about it in the past. That could also mm. be true as well because they have shied away from that question. And it makes me wonder if that question is still up in the air internally, perhaps, because it feels strange to confirm it for Horizon, which is coming out mm. this year, and keep vague about God of War, which is also allegedly coming out this year. Yeah, and like you've noticed as well, well, I'll get back into this release date stuff, but like you notice like looking at Cory Barlog's Twitter that he doesn't list God of War Ragnarok anymore or right now or whatever, and it kind of seems like maybe he's handing the project over to some of the team members, and I kind of, I don't know, I wonder about that stuff, because for me the secret source of the revival of God of War was so much in the relationship between Kratos and Atreus, um, yeah. which he obviously took major influence from his own relationship, or his own becoming a father and realising all the different responsibilities that come with that. Um, we can talk about that in some other future thing, maybe a podcast, you never know. Um, but in terms of um, new stuff uh, or, you know, current games that got release dates, um, Kena Bridge of Spirits is now coming March 2021. That game's cross-gen. Uh, Solar Ash is coming in June 2021. Uh, cross-gen again. Little Devil Inside, July 2021. Uh, Multi-platform with Xbox and Switch. Uh, Ghostwire Tokyo is coming October 2021, a timed exclusive. And Stray, the game where you play as a cat in a cyberpunk future, um, <laughs> is coming October 2021. And that game is cross-gen as well. Um, so you got Kena, Solar Ash, Little Devil Inside, Ghostwire Tokyo and Stray, which then um, I grab you. All of them, I want to say all of them because it's a bit of a cop out, but Scott, mm. we were talking yesterday in the News Lads podcast, which you can find over yes. on Spotify or Acast or wherever you get your podcasts. And I was you saying, can. like, this um, release schedule for this year looks a bit sparse, and I want mm. some things to be at least have a release window so we can look forward to like next gen games, even if they are going to be multi platform, or if they're going to be cross gen or whatever. So the mm. fact that these are all being lined up, and the fact that, you know, you've got like Kena coming in March or whatever, you've got. Ghostwire for October like it feels like there's a lot of content here to look forward to a lot of varied content to look forward to and that makes me happy but Ghostwire is the one that is on my radar so much because really? I love Tango Gameworks and mm. we, we again we mentioned it I think in last week's podcast with Benroy as well I don't mm. really know what this is even though we've seen gameplay even though we've seen uh, quite an extensive trailer uh, last year's one of last year's state of play like I'm still not sure what the vibe of this thing is is it going to be kind of more <laughs> horror inspired is it going to be more mm. sci-fi fantasy or what I'm not sure the fact that it's coming out in October perhaps leans a little bit into the horror part of it a little bit more i'm not sure mm. but the fact that it's coming out this year um it's something i'm buzzing about because like i said i love that studio and the concept seems really intriguing 
My thing with uh, Ghostwire was just that it changed in mechanic. Like, you know, Dude gave us Resident Evil 4. Dude helped get Platinum off the ground. And just, Dude has been instrumental to action gaming. Like, you know, the, yeah. the idea, interacting with systems in combat spaces and things like that. Or combat systems in play spaces. And I just want to see what he does. Like, he hasn't really dedicated himself to, like, what can I do in thinking with an action mentality or, you know, just enjoyable combat mentality in first person. I don't, I, I feel like first person combat could do with an overhaul or could do with something that is maybe more melee focused that feels... You know, just incredible. Like, I don't know if you played the Riddick games. Back uh, in the, the first one. Yeah, the first right, one. Right, okay. So there's like Escape from Butcher Bay and uh, Dark Athena. And like, they were incredible. And it, it felt, I remember when like, they came on the scene and it was like, oh my God, first person melee just yeah. works. And then we sort of went away from that. And we got into like, obviously Call of Duty took off and we started going down all this first person shooter route. And that, that's great. But first person melee for me hasn't really evolved in <laughs> 16 years or however long mm. it's been since like Butcher Bay. And, uh, and the, the, some of the footage that they showed for Ghostwire like kind of looks like you're kicking dudes up in the air, you're doing launch and then you're using like a whip and there's different combos going on and stuff but it is always stuck in first person um but also they have that whole horror side of it which obviously mikami knows how to do like did a resident evil um for me it looks like it's going to be more action based but would you take yeah. like a platinum style game in first person uh absolutely like yeah i would be fully <laughs> here for just something that is blisteringly fast blisteringly mm. kinetic and like you said kind of overhauls what we expect from first person action i think bethesda in general like has been moving towards that you know with their games outside of fallout or the elder scrolls like we've had mm. prayer we've had dishonored we've had doom we've had wolfenstein now we've got ghostwire i feel like they're really playing around in this first person space and trying to mm. kind of push what the core tenets of it is or what the core conventions and tropes of it are and i hope ghostwire does manage to push that while keeping the horror aspect the horror aspect is integral for me to mm. enjoy it as much as possible even if it's just like horror infused it doesn't have to be a horror game but i want that that element to be there and um, quite I am, pronounced i am curious what he does because mikami sort of resident evil 4 is the one that i adore resident evil 4 i know a lot of people do um but if you're a, a more sort of resident evil pure blood then you want something more like the old school resident evil more, more terrifying or whatever whereas re4 was like what if this was just a giant creature with like 10 <laughs> eyes and then it came at you with a gun on its arm and yeah. like i get that and i kind of wonder if he goes more down that route with uh, ghostwire i do want to throw um just mention um stray that game mm -hmm. didn't get me necessarily at all because i was just like oh that's cool cyberpunk and it's a cat and whatever um but there's more gameplay footage out there for that that the developers have put out um where because initially it was like a two-person dev team and then they've they've become this whole studio now they're doing this mm -hmm. game where you play as this little cat and it's in like a cyberpunk future but the gameplay is it almost looks side scrolly but you are moving in and out kind of shadow complex style like 2.5d um, and you're going like up and down different um you know you're climbing different things and sort of interacting with a particular android called b12 that you sort of bond with and then it's like you kind of get to have this commentary on the cyberpunk city from the side of you know just being this animal like running through it and I don't know, I, I like the idea of doing cyberpunk sociopolitical commentary from a cat's point of view and then from yeah. some random android that can, I don't know, realize why they are also cast to the side and you can do all sorts of different commentaries with that. I don't know how deep that game's going to go. Could just be a cat in a future city, <laughs> but... It's, that's it's all nice I need cat. to be fair that's Scott like you can have the wider commentary you can have the wider kind of explorations but just give me that cat in this city and I think that's <laughs> enough of a gimmick for me to be interested there's one that I know mm -hmm. that you're looking forward to that has piqued my interest yes. and it just looks better every single time I watch the one trailer or whatever that's being released and that's the mm -hmm. um, little devil inside yes. which just looks gorgeous like everything about that from the framing to the art style to the personality of it and the character of it. Like, um, it's not usually a game I would go for 
before that would be my immediate cup of tea, but that's blown me away every single time I've glimpsed mm. it. Well, I feel I feel like we're in like a golden age of like uh, gaming animation catching up with where you know like certain like two D animation has been for a few years or three D animation was when we were growing up. Like if you play Kingdom Hearts three, like that game literally uses the same models for Woody and Buzz and the Toy Story characters as the yeah. original Toy Story movies did. And just the fact that we're getting there is insane. And then Little Devil Inside kind of looks like a three D Samurai Jacks looking thing. And uh, Kena Bridge of Spirits. I mean, that I didn't even realize that was the team that made. If people saw it, the twenty sixteen Majora's Mask fan video, which that's just crazy. Gorgeous, that little Pixar-style animated thing. Um, it just looks, it just looks brilliant. The other thing to throw out as well is that Solar Ash is made by Heart Machine, which is the dude that did Hyper Light Drifter, um, mm. which I don't think anywhere near enough people played. But um, Heart Machine is one guy. I think it's got bigger now. Um, but that was one guy who was suffering from a heart condition who literally made a game about overcoming it, and that's what Hyper Light Drifter is, um, being this one sort of wandering soul, like because that character just randomly coughs and like you know like bleeds and stuff, like trying to fight all these big entities that he can barely comprehend. That thing is incredible. Incredible. Um, and hardly anybody, well, I don't feel like hardly anybody played that. It doesn't get talked about anywhere near as much as I would like it to. Um, so I'm throwing that out as well. But yeah, let us know what you think down in the comments below of the uh, the lineup that we've got, because at least now we have specific monthly windows um, and we'll see about getting more specific dates from there going forward. For now, I've been Scott from whatculture.com. I've been Josh from whatculture.com. And we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.